Hello and welcome to the Project Good Life podcast. My name is Jens. And my name is Mary. And, and we will be your hosts. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and today we're going to talk some about, are we going to talk about nutrition? Are we going to talk about our eating habits? Eating habits. What, what it is that we eat? Yeah. And how we got on that road? Yeah. Okay. Should I go first? Or you want to go first? Or should we just do it at the same time? Okay. I, I guess I'm just going to go first. Okay. I guess so. I am currently vegan. I've been vegan for uh, just a year now. Right about a year. A little bit over a year. Um, I went vegetarian about a year before that. And now I'm also gluten-free. And I'm currently on a more strict cleanse. So I'm um, on a candida diet. I hate. I really hate the word diet, but well, I'm on a candida cleanse. So um, I'm not doing sugar right now. I'm not doing um, starchy vegetables. I'm not doing much fruit. Um, low um, sugar fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only low sugar fruits. Um, I'm only doing gluten-free grains, like whole gluten-free grains, brown rice, quinoa, things like that. Um, no carrots, no tubers, no legumes. <laughs> not, well, Which, not, not many legumes. I think um, not. not many legumes unless they are dried and, and soaked and all that fun stuff. So I'm not really doing much of that. Um... Pretty much a lot, a lot of veggies. Doing a lot of hummus. Homemade hummus. That's always good. Hummus. <laughs> yeah, no alcohol. So that's real fun. <laughs> mm. I miss my red wine for sure. Um, I did not do coffee for just over a week, but I just welcomed in coffee back into my diet. One cup of coffee a day in the morning. Um, just... Black coffee with some almond milk. Um, and then, other than that, I'm having matcha tea. Matcha tea lattes, usually about one a day. And then, other than that, herbal tea. Yeah, so... It reminds me of that old saying, a single cup mm. of coffee a day keeps the candida at bay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not an old... Is, is that not an old saying? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, I'm doing green apples. That's... That's nice. I can do green apples. Yes, very nice. Mm -hmm. Granny Smith's with a nice little tartness to them. Mm -hmm. And then if you want to talk about yours, and then we can talk about Hendrix's. Well, I eat apples as well. <laughs> yeah, you do. I prefer Fuji apples <clears throat> usually. One of my favorite late night snacks. Is that snacks. all you eat? And that's the only thing I eat is apples. <laughs> no. I eat oranges, too. <laughs> One of my favorite late-night snacks, though, is uh, a sliced-up apple with peanut, peanut butter. butter. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so good. So good. Gives me that little bit of a sweet fix that I want. Um, my diet is not... Well, I, I can't really tell if it's really anything too special or not. I... Uh, I am Jewish, and I started keeping kosher mm, 
maybe about six or seven years ago now. And as as part of a kosher diet, there are certain animal and animals, certain animals that are permitted and certain animals that are prohibited. And so I started keeping that quite some time ago. But another part of a kosher diet is that dairy and meat are not mixed, uh, even to the extent that <coughs> that will keep separate plates and separate cookware, and even separate sinks for washing stuff that has meat or has dairy. Uh, it's something that's that's taken pretty much to the nth degree. And what I've what I found and felt was that, well, first off, as, as well, where we live, there are no kosher restaurants. So the only time I ever had meat was when I was at home or at, uh, at a synagogue function uh, and or when I happened to come across a kosher restaurant, which is few and far between it would only happen during travels so what i ended up doing was just having a kosher dairy kitchen at home with no meat involved and it was so much easier because if you if if you mess up on on your cookware your dishware or your your silverware um then it just creates a big hassle of koshering it all again which is something I won't get into right now because it's just too long of a tangent. But that was maybe four years ago, maybe five years ago. I've honestly lost count. It doesn't really matter to me anyway how long it's been. But I stopped having meat in my house then at that point. Would still do fish on occasion. Uh, certain fish that, that are kosher fish. But then, I don't know, just over time with with eating vegetarian outside the house and vegetarian uh, inside the house, I ended up not really eating very much fish either. Uh, of course, when, when we met um, almost two years ago, mm-hmm. I was still doing fish and, and Mary was still... Eating. I was still eating the meats. Yeah, she was still eating everything at that point. <laughs> well, I wasn't eating everything. <laughs> oh, you were eating everything, was... girl. <laughs> we used to have a table over there in the corner. It's gone now because she got hungry one day. She figured, hey, it's made out of wood. That's a plant. Oh, whatever, whatever. I had actually been really interested in um, going vegetarian or vegan for a really long time but I never felt like I had the support system and I wasn't even sure where to start so I had always been into nutrition I did all the different that you know I I did the paleo thing I did the you know strictly gluten-free thing I did the um I did all sorts of things like that I tried to eat healthy as possible but I still always had this pull to to cut out meat because I, um, you know, for ethical reasons. And I, you know, I had seen some certain documentaries and I, I, I was really feeling uh, guilt for, for the, the meat, the animals that I was 
eating. Um, but at the same time, I just didn't feel like I had that support system. And when I met Jens, and he was mostly vegetarian, um, there were only a few times that I remember you eating fish. Mm. Um, but it just gave me that like extra push to to finally just go for it and do it. And I think I've eaten meat one time in the last two years, maybe. It was at a synagogue function. But Wait, what? No. It, yeah, when I went to Purim. When I went to Purim uh, last year. But was year. I with you? No. Oh, okay. No, I just went by myself. And I don't think you were strictly vegetarian yet at that so point. So this anyhow. must have been like when we first started dating. It was in like March. Okay. Yeah. So we only been dating for a couple months. Yeah. So... One time, before that, like maybe once or twice a year, I would end up eating meat. Uh, and but it's been, it's been almost two years. Or I guess it's been a year and a half since I've had meat before. I'm like ninety eight percent vegan, you could say. Yeah, but you don't eat any meat now at all. No, I mean I don't have the opportunity. I don't know that I would eat if I did have the opportunity, but. Yeah. So once, I have had the opportunity and chosen not to eat it. So oh yeah, I'll many many way. times. I mean, you, yeah, you pretty much have the opportunity every time we go to the grocery store. You know. Well, no, it's, but I mean, being someplace where somebody has prepared something oh. with kosher meat. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, so once I finally decided to just go for it and go vegetarian, I tend to when I do things, I tend to sort of do them all the way. Like, I'm just like, oh, I'm interested in this, and I'm going for it. So, Jumping don't you, don't you think? Feet. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I went vegetarian, and it there was no turning back. I have not even thought about having meat since. I was so happy to finally feel like I had the um, a support system to do that. And, um, and so, yeah, I... Uh, so, the thing about it is, even, even being vegetarian, I still was not eating the healthiest diet. You know, I was eating more healthy. I was eating a lot more, a lot more veggies, a lot more, um, a lot more healthier foods, but I was still doing cheese pizza. I was still doing all the, you know, I was still doing junk food. I was still doing, you know, sweets here and there. Like just, it, it wasn't something that I thought about really. Um, but my main motivator to actually go from vegetarian to vegan was um, was for animals. I mean, that's something that's always been in my mind. And watching certain documentaries, there's one documentary that I totally recommend anybody on the fence to watch. Even if you're not on the fence, it's good to know. Um, and I'm not the kind of person that's going to shame anybody for what they eat. But I think that if you do choose to eat meat, that you should... Um, know what goes, what has to happen for that meat to get on your plate. Instead of just, Absolutely. instead of just being totally oblivious to it all and just, you know, assuming that, you know, I feel like often, you know, before I ever started thinking about it growing up, you know, I never even, it never felt like I was eating something that was once living. I never thought about it. I was totally disconnected with it. Yeah, also. yeah, I was totally disconnected. I didn't, you know, I never associated the fact that I would be sitting there eating meat and then, you know, a minute later I'd be petting my dog. 
right. you know, and it's like they're they're all animals, and there's there's really no difference there. And um, there is a documentary called um, Earthlings on Netflix, and that just completely changed my entire outlook on everything. Um, everything? On, no, I mean, well, a lot. A lot. Yeah. I mean, just to Disc- see. <laughs> not not so much disco. Oh, okay, good. Um, but but yeah, watching that and and uh, just m- making myself watch everything that happens and the process and it's just it's horrific and it's unnecessary and um, if I can do even you know the smallest thing to help minimize that, then I'm gonna do my part for that. That's how I feel about it. So, yeah, I went vegan a year ago when Yens was in Peru. I think you actually waited until I went to Peru to do the switch so that it would be established before I got back. And yeah. then it would be more difficult or it, it wouldn't be more difficult. It, it would be more difficult to recede back uh, away from veganism. Right. Well, I knew with you being gone because, you know, you really, you really, and now we really don't ever keep dairy in the house, but, but you loved dairy. I mean, you did. Oh, I still enjoy cheese. Yeah, yeah. You still, you still, you do. You just don't eat it much if we're at home because we don't have it really. Right. I I still enjoy regular milk or cream in my tea. Yeah. You know. For me, it just comes down to. You know, these things that, there are lots of things that I enjoy. I know they taste great. I know that they're enjoyable. But I now am am so opposite of the disconnect that I used to have. I'm so connected to every time I, I see, like, anything dairy or or anything, I, I just automatically, automatically, I just think about how it came to be and what had to happen and how it was unnecessary and how on top of the ethical reasons, it's not healthy for my body in any way. And so that those are the things that I think about every day now when I eat. It's like, what am I doing to, to help nourish my body? What am I doing that is, um, helpful for, for animals and, and what kind of an impact is it making? And the the health thing is an important thing too, because there are there are a lot of health problems that are that are or can be caused or at least exacerbated by uh, by certain diet choices. Oh, yeah. Uh, so definitely. you know, a lot of people are lactose intolerant and they don't even know it. I believe it's mm-hmm. actually. I heard today actually that I think ninety. Don't quote me on this. Ninety-eight percent of of ninety-eight percent of Americans are lactose intolerant. End quote. Oh, you said don't quote. You <laughs> don't quote it. me. My bad. Um, but a high percentage um, is is lactose intolerant because we are just. And not not all to the point to where we're all getting you know super sick, but we're all having some sort of you know a lot of health issues that we might not even realize because often people have health issues and they never even consider that it could be something that they're eating every day because you grow up learning that milk is healthy, the commercials 
the schools, the parents. Got every, milk? Yeah, everybody says, you need milk. You need this. You need the calcium, blah, 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 blah. You don't need it. You just don't. We, we are humans. We the are, calcium you need, but not the milk. Yeah, you don't need the milk. And the there are so many better forms of calcium out there. It's, it's just crazy. For example, and, sesame has more calcium uh, than, than dairy does. Yes. Per, and per unit of measure, at least. Without the pus pockets. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but honestly, it just, it, oh yeah, so we're, we're humans, so we're not meant, we don't right. need milk from a cow. We do not need milk from a cow. That's not, the only milk that we're technically meant to have would be, or, it would be from another human, so... There, there's yeah. actually genetic mutation that has been found that has adapted the uh, the human system to be able to process milk properly. But those who are lactose intolerant don't have this mutation. But like I said, like, a high, like 98% right. are lactose intolerant. Yeah, to it some degree very, at least. Yes, it is very rare that your body be totally compatible with dairy. Most people can find some sort of health benefit from cutting out dairy from their diet. And most and, people can even find a lot of health benefit by even changing from from uh, dairy from cow sources, from bovine sources, uh, going to goat or sheep milk. Goat and, goat and sheep milk is uh, a lot more easily processed. It's by, definitely by better for body. your health, but you're, you still have the animal there that you're, that's, it's not necessary. Right. Of course, um, way back in the day when humans and animals actually lived in symbiotic relationships, maybe are, it wasn't such a bad thing. And it, thing, it was really necessary way back when to get enough nutrients to have this kind of thing, but but now we've we've come so far well, in our in our technology. So everything is situational, though. Right. There are different cultures and different places and different different situations where certain things might be necessary. Like I say, I don't judge somebody who, you know, there are certain places to where their livelihood, you know, or their their way of surviving is going out and hunting their own right. food. And but you know what, I have more respect for for those people who literally kill their own animals and they have respect like they have this respect. is not about excess no no no. yeah i mean it's so easy for us to be disconnected when all we have to do is go to a grocery store and we're buying meat from packages and we never put two and two together how many and, people do you think um don't understand that their kfc comes from uh birds that run around and cluck 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 well that's cock -a doodle do and they think that it just comes comes into existence in cellophane packages yeah i mean honestly as a child i never i never made the connection my parents never told me that that was a thing you know of course but i you know growing up in the south and just in america um right. it was just the norm is just to, you know meat was the main course of the meal Every right. single evening, and then the sides would be some veggies, you know. Right. Um, in my the house I grew up in, it was definitely that way, and I don't remember really having much at all in the way of veggies. And I can literally remember being a kid and being constipated, 
and sitting on the toilet having a hard time pooping and going over all of the vegetables that I had eaten recently in my in my head. And I can remember thinking, potatoes are a vegetable, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because oh, I had potatoes. potatoes. Are a, that's a big thing, oh, like yeah. a, a huge side, you know, for... <clears throat> Especially for, the, for European style diet, uh, North and Western European mm, and Eastern. Mm-hmm. Potatoes, wheat, and meat and dairy are about the only things that they have to choose from. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of those things, um, our six-year-old Hendrix had to have a visit to the ER. I think maybe we talked about this, I'm not sure. He had an ER visit a couple of weeks ago for some really, really bad stomach pain he was having. <laughs> And he was super constipated, and um, we assumed that it had something to do with his diet. So we had him, or we got some blood work done for him to um, check his food allergies. And it came back today that, or yesterday, yesterday. <clears throat> that he is allergic to milk, cow's milk. He is allergic to the casein in cow's milk, which is the protein, <laughs> if I remember correctly. He is allergic to wheat. Um, these are his two allergies. And then he has he, his food sensitivities um, are egg and soy. And there was one other thing, and I can't remember. I can't remember either. I can't remember what it was. But there was one other thing that he has a sensitivity to. So anyway... Um, Hendricks has actually been doing pretty well without the dairy because we cut that out right after his ER visit because I, you know, I pretty much knew that that had to be like, that's the number one thing you cut out if you have gut issues, like cut the dairy out first because that's usually, you know, one of the main causes. And the only um, dairy that he consumed usually was cheese. Yeah. So that maybe pretty was much. a little bit easier than somebody who's used to drinking a bunch of milk all the time. Or- right. Um, and with all that being said, I, you know, I, we're very open with the kids about, um, about what happens to animals, what animals have to go through for them to get the food on their plate. They do not eat meat. Um, but they, you know, they prefer dairy and it's kind of a decision I wanted them to be able to make on their own. Um, but yeah, we'll get more into that on another on another episode. Most but likely. he he loves bread. He loves him some gluten. He loves him some wheat. <laughs> mm. So um, yes, he does. So that you know was kind of a big thing today when we told him that we're going to be having to cut out gluten or wheat completely from his diet. Um, so. You know, he'll adapt to it. He'll get used to it, like with anything else. Yeah. And it's, you know, going to just kind of force him to eat a healthier diet, you know. So I think... I think that's one of the things that's really important, too. If you're considering some kind of uh, change to your diet, it's, it's something that, first of all, it really helps if if you are motivated to do it, whether that means that you're motivated by by health issues and wanting to be healthier. Um, it unfortunately helps if you have extended health issues that are actually making you feel sick in, in different ways mm-hmm. because then the drive to become 
to be healthier is a lot greater. I'm into that. Uh, and but but also it's it's important to note I think that everybody moves at their at their own speed, mm-hmm. and that any amount of progress is still progress. Oh yeah, even you know something that I did do a while before I went vegetarian was um, I did a meatless Monday. So every Monday I would try to make something that did not have meat in it. Mm. I did this for a little while. I didn't stick to it. But, it, it, you know, little things here and there. If, if even if you eat, you know, one day a week that you don't eat meat or you take baby steps. If you're interested in that lifestyle or learning more about it, you know, Take take a little time here and there to learn about it. Learn about, you know, watch a documentary. Do some research. Um, you know, just look into what it is that you're eating. And if you feel like, you know, something that you want to move toward is vegetarianism or veganism, then take baby steps. Right. And um, one big thing that I cannot stress enough is that if you are going to be... Um, Often one thing people do when they switch to vegetarianism or veganism is they start eating at home a lot more. They start cooking a lot at home. And, oh, yeah, phone call going to, going to just wait a minute on that. Um, seasoning is everything. Yes, yes. Learn how to cook mm-hmm. with spices. The spices, the top spices that I would say that you're, that could just be your go-tos would be obviously salt and pepper. You know, we use sea salt. Um, Let's talk about sex, baby. (laughs) Let's Let's talk talk about about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad (laughs) things that make me. Okay. Let's talk about spices. Ooh. Um, Okay, so what else? Oh, turmeric. Yes, Um, turmeric is very, very good spices. Oh, so good. And it has mm, just... So many outstanding yes, benefits. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, for sure. It's extremely high in antioxidants. Mm-hmm. It is an anti-inflammatory. So if you have uh, if you have any kind of issues with uh, with muscle related uh, back pain or a lot of people or arthritis, use, use it for pain. Yeah. Yeah. Turmeric mm-hmm. is is very good. You can even just have. Uh, turmeric milk, or in this case, I would golden tea turmeric. Almond milk or plant milk yes. of some sort, but uh, it's it's really good warm. You can you can heat it yeah. up in the microwave. Uh, you can make a turmeric latte. Yeah, mm-hmm. have have a uh, a teaspoon or a tablespoon. A tablespoon would be better, but a tablespoon and a glass of milk, and put that in the microwave for thirty seconds, and or a minute, mm-hmm. and sip on that. Little a little bit of mint, which you could. You could use mint essential oils, but I would say just do like no, no, one no. drop. No, Don't do that. I've done it before. You, I'm okay, still alive. You, you, you can, <laughs> but you should not recommend. Fresh, yes, I, yes, I should, should not, not recommend that. No. You should not recommend doing uh, One thing that is often overdone is, is ingesting essential oils. And so many things come into play knowing, you know, the what kind of essential oils you are buying, what grade they are, how pure they are, and 
if you can avoid ingesting them, that's always great. If you can use them topically or whatever else, but there are certain ones that are okay. But you should never. You, you can also <laughs> yes, excuse me for that. You, you can also get just, uh, fresh, just mint. fresh mint. Yeah, that's the best in way to do the it. Uh, in the produce section at your at your grocery store and and keep it in the fridge. It usually keeps for. Oh, I would say a week or two, probably. And once it starts looking kind of black or smelling in some kind of way, <laughs> you probably want to throw it out then. You could also <laughs> get a, a mint plant to have yes. around. They're, they're very easy to grow. I can't That's believe we don't have That's actually something that one. I want to do, yeah. I saw, I saw them at Kroger today and almost picked one up. We should. We definitely should. Also, um, cumin. Cumin. cumin is the best. More oh cumin my gosh. than cumin. Yes. So good. Um, what else? I can't remember what medicinal benefits uh, there are to cumin. But you can... I, we have, we've actually been out of uh, ground cumin for mm-hmm. the last week or week and a half. We've had whole cumin seeds, which we've added to stuff. But in the, in the last few days, we haven't. And I've noticed that my, t- my, my tumbly has been more grumbly. Lately, and I'm wondering if it's because I haven't had uh, cumin in my diet like I, like I have for years, every single it day. Very well, could be. Um, oh, on on the turmeric note, black pepper um, mixed with turmeric allows more of the benefits of the turmeric to be absorbed by your system. I need to Google this. <laughs> you can Google it. I'm Googling it. <laughs> I black, love how all over the place we are with it. Black pepper mm-hmm. itself is actually very, very good uh, for your health. It uh, it aids in digestion. And uh, and maybe that's been a little bit of my problem too lately is I haven't been, I just haven't been spicing stuff up like I, like I usually do lately. What are you looking at? Oh, turmeric and black pepper mm. you're looking at. Hmm. Another way to boost the absorption of... No, oh, it went away. Uh-oh. Oh, well, she clicked on something on her phone and it went to something completely different. Oh, there we go. Black pepper. Another way to boost the absorption of, of curcumin, turmeric, is to consume it in whole food. Turmeric root... Because natu- fresh or dried as powder, because natural oils found in turmeric root and turmeric powder can enhance the bioavailability of curcumin seven to eight fold. Ellipsis with fat and black pepper. Period. <laughs> I hate the way things do that yeah, sometimes, but I guess it's helpful if you don't really want to be reading that part of it. You can click on the link and go to it. This is. She just googled it. Okay, so. You could Google it too, and you could okay. read all about when it. When you ingest turmeric, turmeric with black pepper, you are increasing the amount of curcumin you can absorb and your body can use. Curcumin has been associated with numerous health benefits, including anti-inflammatory and antioxidant, Told you. protecting healthy cells from free radicals, which can cause damage. And you know, nobody wants those free radicals around. <laughs> What is it? I wish I could yeah. remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so would a free radical be like uh, like extra credit in math? That's getting too far out there. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, so where were we? Turmeric, black pepper, cumin, cinnamon, or cinnamon as yes. they call it here. And I don't understand that. 
but cinnamon cinnamon is, cinnamon is the goodest. Be careful with cinnamon because it's easy <laughs> to to tip too much, mm-hmm. and uh, but but a pinch of cinnamon you you would be surprised probably how how much flavor increases in things like tomato sauce for example Mm -hmm. like a simple spaghetti sauce with uh with oh uh, a teaspoon or two teaspoons of eh, probably more like a teaspoon of cinnamon for uh for a, a pot of tomato sauce it it it's a really subtle change but when it's not there i think what it does is it, it cuts away some of the acidity i think that's what it does uh to change the the flavor of the sauce could be yeah um which is a nice thing because tomatoes are really acidic uh and mm. and sometimes that that flavor is not very enticing uh, in my opinion yeah um go easy on sugar mm. Yes. Although a pinch of sugar or xylitol if you're sugar free or stevia. Or stevia. Um, or you can use something like maple syrup. Or honey if you're not vegan. Yeah. And uh, yeah, a, a little bit of, of sweetness helps out too, but be careful not to overdo it. Don't we, overdo it. Here in the, the US of A, we tend to think go big that go home. that's right a little bit is good a lot must be great i heard ramdas today uh, i was listening to a podcast and ramdas was talking about excess like that and he says he says you go to take a bath and that'll be great oh but let's put some oils in the bath oh that's better and oh maybe we have another person in the bath with us oh isn't that great <laughs> <laughs> oh, and maybe some incense. Oh, that would be better. Oh, and maybe some candles. That would be great. And how about grapes? And what if I smoke this before that bath? Wouldn't that just be grand? And nothing is never is ever enough is basically what he was saying. Right. Which I think is quite a human difficulty in general, but especially in the West. Yeah. Definitely. That can also be a um, part of another episode. It can be so. a completely different episode. Yeah, we're <laughs> so many things here that we want to, to touch on, but we want don't want to throw them all into one episode. When we really yeah. get rolling, I kind of feel like maybe we should just just end one episode at like thirty minutes ish, and just immediately start another one right where we were leaving yeah, off. Yeah, very well could do that. We're not going to do that right now. No, because it's, it's it's late. It's it's eleven oh one. Eleven oh one. You know what that means? It is ten minutes away from eleven eleven. That's exactly what it means. <laughs> you know what that else is it means? also for another episode. You know what else it means? It's uh, seventy one minutes. From twelve twelve, the math is strong with this one. You're so cute. Well, thanks. You're beautiful. I love you. And y'all are beautiful too. You know that? Yes, you are all beautiful, and we love you. And you know what? This mama is tired, and I'm ready to go to bed. So. And this papa is ready for a cup of chamomile tea, and then bed. And a snuggle. And a snuggle. <laughs> All right. Thank y'all for listening. We love you. you. Love you. And have a great 
night. Or morning. Or morning or afternoon or whenever you're listening to this. Where, Have a great yeah. day and a great time. And, um, yeah, just maybe stop. And this is a gentle reminder to relax your shoulders away from your ears. To loosen the muscles in your face. Take, the t- take your tongue off of the top of your mouth, the roof of your mouth. Breathe deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth. And we turn back on <laughs> to the essence of being. Yeah. Just try to spend even a few seconds just focusing on right now what all is around you. And let that be the only thing that there is. Because, you know, when it comes down to it, that is all there is. Right now is all that you have. Yep. We spend a lot of time worrying about the future and stressing about the past. But right now is all that we have. So just breathe, relax, and be here now. And you can just call me Ram Dass, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Another thing I'd like to say real fast before we we hang up is just that if... Well, it looks like it's a phone call. Um, if if you're interested in in shifting your diet around, maybe maybe you're not feeling like you're in the greatest of health, or maybe you just I don't know. May, maybe there's something that's giving you a pull to change your diet around. First. Pay attention to how you already eat. And I don't just mean what you eat, but I mean how you eat. Let your food become a consecration at every step. Through intention, first of all. And I guess intention is really the most important thing about it. But... You can start just with each bite. You can start by, before you start eating, uh, reminding yourself why you're eating. And then actually enjoying it. Don't rush through your food. I rushed through my food this morning because I was kind of I was kind of wound up and I was wanting to get back to work. I was literally I only ate today. Because I knew that I would need fuel. Because yesterday I only ate once. Yeah. Um, gotta feel that body. Yeah, you gotta feel that body, and you gotta fuel that body. And and here, did you say fuel? I said fuel. Yeah, you gotta feel it too, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gotta fuel that body. Feel that body. Yeah, it's you just right. Gotta, you gotta love yourself. Love yourself you and do. treat yourself. You do. And and remember also that as great as food is, it can always be better. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Maybe that should be your slogan. As great as food is, it can always be better. I I, I have a tendency of walking around. I, I get a thought in my head and I want to write it down. And so I just take a pen and I write it down on some door trim or some window trim. I love that. And above the the doorway to our kitchen, I wrote, eating well is not eating what I like. It is eating as I should and choosing to enjoy it. You can choose 
to enjoy each and every micro moment of each bite. You can taste every single flavor in there if your intention is there. And then even just pl plain brown rice can be a gourmet meal all its own, can be, can be consecrated holiness and, and amazingness and really the fulfillment of, of eating something delicious, even though it's just plain ri brown rice or white rice. All right. So true. That's all I got. Wise words. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we love you guys. Love you. And namaste. Shalom, shalom. Salam, salam. Peace. Peace. <laughs> I got your little giggle. <laughs> that was still going. It got too. <laughs> That's a great one. We still haven't quite figured this whole thing out yet. Bye. Bye.